This is QJ Martin, and you're listening to the Write a Novel podcast, providing you with the tools and instructions that you need to write your novel. Hello, and welcome to Season 1, Episode 16 of the Write a Novel podcast. This week's episode is going to be the second part of my discussion on developing character motivations, which itself forms the first part of a three-part deep dive on the mechanics of creating well-developed characters. In part one of this discussion, which you can find in Season 1, Episode 15, I talked about what character motivation is and what types of motivations a character can have. This week, I'm going to discuss how to select appropriate motivations for your character, as well as how to intertwine motivations into the plot so as to create conflict. But before we get into that, we're going to go over the writing term of the week. This week's term is character wants versus character needs. Character wants and character needs are the two basic motivating factors for the actions that any character in the story will take. A character's wants and needs can be related to each other, but they're not actually the same thing. A character's wants are what they start out thinking that they have to have in their life. This can include such things as fame, fortune, the recognition of others, or achieving their dreams. Using last week's discussion of character motivations as a basis, we can say that character wants often fall into the category of extrinsic motivations. They're outer desires that more often than not would not bring the character a true sense of fulfillment. A character's needs, on the other hand, are what the character actually needs in order to be happy and self-fulfilled. These would generally fall into the category of intrinsic motivations. Over the course of the story, the character will generally come to learn what their actual character needs are. This, in turn, will lead to them either abandoning their character once in order to achieve their needs, or changing their focus in order to prioritize their needs over their wants. In the case of the latter, they may still end up obtaining their character once, but that will come after obtaining their needs. As an example that I've used several times already in these discussions of character motivations, the film Shrek began with the titular protagonist having the character want of being left alone in his swamp with no one to bother him. By the time the climax of the story comes around, he completely abandons his want in favor of his character need, which is to be loved and valued by others. Instead of embracing isolationism as he did at the beginning of the film, he actively decides to accept other people into his life and keep them by his side. On the other hand, in the film Deadpool, Wade Wilson achieves his character want of getting revenge on the people who ruined his life while at the same time learning to embrace his character need of getting back together with the love of his life in spite of his disfigurement. Okay, now in last week's episode about developing character motivations, I mentioned how deciding what motivations a character should have can be a bit of a balancing act. Sometimes your character's motivations will dictate the events of the plot, and sometimes your plot will dictate what your character's motivations need to be. A lot of the approach you take to developing your character will also depend on what type of writer you are and what method comes more naturally to you. Whatever approach you take to developing your character, 
Be aware that having solid, layered character motivations is essential for engaging your audience and keeping them invested in the outcome of your story. The more complications that you can add to your story by means of your character's motivations, the more interesting and captivating the story will be. A story without complications is boring. The character goes from point A to point B to point C with no obstacles or dilemmas in their way, accomplishing everything they set out to do. Character motivation allows you to make things much, much more interesting than that. Motivation allows you to set your character in situations where they have to make meaningful decisions, where they have to develop as a character and grow into the person that they were always meant to be, often at great cost to themselves. To understand this, let's look at the motivations of the main characters from two different Christopher Nolan-directed films. In the movie Inception, Cobb's motivation is to clear his name in order to see his kids again. If it wasn't for this motivation, he likely never would have accepted such a risky and complicated job. If money was all that he was after, then he could have dropped out the second he realized how dangerous things were going to be. But because his primary motivation is to see his children again, he's willing to go through more and more difficult and dangerous assignments in order to have that slim chance of being reunited with them. In the film The Dark Knight, Bruce Wayne, aka Batman, could have theoretically killed the Joker at any point throughout the story, and all the problems that he brought to Gotham would have been more or less resolved. However, Batman's motivation was to build up Gotham, not to tear it down. He wanted to show that Gotham could still be saved in a moral sense, not just a literal sense, in part because he needed to prove that Ra's al Ghul was wrong and Gotham still had value. At the same time, part of his motivation included never killing another person, because he refused to be like the criminal that orphaned him at such a young age. He had to accomplish his mission to save Gotham, without stooping down to the level of the criminals that he was trying to stop. If Batman had murdered Joker, it would have made the Joker right. Bruce would have saved Gotham at the cost of his own soul. And because of that, the story of the Dark Knight became much more complicated and much, much more interesting to watch. So as we develop our stories, we should ask ourselves, how many levels of intertwined motivations can we give to our characters? Let's consider a couple scenarios. Imagine that your story revolves around the main character trying to find a long lost treasure. Finding treasure for the sake of finding treasure is okay as far as motivation goes. Maybe your character is an archaeologist or a historian and just generally loves to study ancient history. But what if you add another level to the story? Maybe he is being funded by a grant in order to continue his studies. However, if he doesn't make a breakthrough by the end of the week, all his funding will disappear. Now, instead of simply being a matter of professional curiosity, his mission to find the treasure is necessary for his own livelihood. If he doesn't find it, he'll be broke, homeless, and living on the streets. What if we add another level to the story? Maybe he's taking care of his aged grandfather. If he loses his grant, he won't be able to continue that care. He doesn't have any other areas of expertise. 
and could never find a job that could provide financially for both himself and his grandfather. And of course, he can't pay for his grandfather's care on the salary of a hamburger flipper. Now, he isn't the only one affected if his funding is pooled. His grandfather will also suffer if he fails to achieve his goal. What if we add another level to the story? Maybe the grandfather spent his entire life searching for this long-lost treasure. Everyone in the community ridiculed him for his efforts, and the character's father died believing his grandfather was a complete and utter failure. Now, the main character isn't just trying to save his livelihood. He's not just trying to provide for his grandfather. He's also fighting to redeem him and restore his reputation, proving in the process that his entire life was not wasted. Of course, at this point, we're getting into the realm of national treasure-esque cliches. But hopefully you can see how layering these character motivations helps to flesh out the story, solidify the stakes, and get us invested in what happens next. Let's try another example. Imagine that you're crafting a love story. Two characters deciding that they want to find someone to spend the rest of their lives with is an okay motivation. You know, love is certainly the driving force of many of our actions in the real world. But what if you added another level to the story? What if one of the characters was in a previous relationship where he made a terrible decision that led to the death of his wife? Maybe he decided to drive drunk, and she was killed when he swerved off the road and wrapped his vehicle around a tree. Maybe they were so far in debt that he decided to cancel their health insurance, and a month later, she discovered that she had cancer, and now they can't pay for her treatment. Or if you want things to be, you know, a little less dramatic, maybe he just went through a really bad breakup in which his significant other blamed everything on him, claiming that he outright ruined her life, and he still hasn't worked through that trauma. He's not sure if he's actually as terrible as she claims he is. Now, your character is going to try to avoid any and all possible relationships in the future, because he believes that he was personally responsible for hurting the person that he loved, and he doesn't want to cause that kind of damage again. When he meets his future love interest, he's going to fight tooth and nail to make sure he doesn't develop feelings for her. And what if we add another level to the story? Your other main character grew up in a violent and abusive household. She watched her drunkard father beat her mother time and time again. She has a strong distrust of any and every relationship and doesn't know if anyone can truly become happy by dedicating themselves to another person. Now, she's instantly distrustful of the other main character and doesn't trust her own emotions when she starts to feel herself falling for him. She's actively fighting against her character need of realizing that not everyone is as terrible as her father and that she can open up to someone else and still find happiness. In this case, both of the characters have motivations that are playing off of each other. Romantic comedies are a great place to find these sorts of conflicting character motivations. From literary classics such as Pride and Prejudice, to more recent films like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. If you want to see how character motivations can serve and enhance a story, they're really a great place to start looking.
Of course, these sorts of conflicting character motivations can also be adapted to the protagonist versus antagonist dynamic. As the Joker said in the previously referenced film, The Dark Knight, this is what happens when an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. But that's all a conversation for another time. The important thing to remember at this point is that your character's motivations need to add complexity to your story. They need to either make it more difficult for your character to achieve their goal, or make it even more imperative that they succeed. And the more levels of complexity you add to your character's motivations, the more layered your character is going to be, and the more compelling the story will be. And you know what? That segues nicely into the second aspect of having a well-developed character, which is to give them a sense of conflict. And that is what I'm going to be talking about in Season 1, Episode 17 of the Write a Novel Podcast. What do you think is the most important motivation that a character can have? Let me know on Twitter at QJ underscore author, or go to thewriterseverything.org slash transcripts and leave a comment on the appropriate post. Okay, so now it's time for this week's character development question, which is, does the character's age influence the way they're treated? The age of your character can have a substantial effect on the way others perceive and treat them. Children may be seen as immature and irresponsible, while older ones may be looked down on as senile and frail. On the flip side, children may be looked up to as intelligent and adaptable, while older ones may be held in high honor for their wisdom and experience. In the Star Wars prequel trilogy, Anakin Skywalker is looked down on both for being too young and for being too old. In The Phantom Menace, the Jedi Council refuses to approve his training because they believe he's too old to start the journey to becoming a Jedi. No doubt this is because they believe that his formative years were behind him, and it would be hard for him to not stay set in his own ways. In Attack of the Clones, on the other hand, Padme looks down on Anakin's position as a Jedi because of how relatively young he is, and she chooses to ignore his recommendations on multiple occasions because of this. In Ender's Game, young children are gathered together and trained as soldiers because they have a greater capacity for creative problem solving than adults do. It's because of their youth that they're able to take a different approach to their battles with the Formix and perceive of solutions that no one else would be able to imagine, thus winning them the war. And finally, we're going to have our writing prompt of the week. This week's prompt is to create two columns on a piece of paper, or on your favorite note-taking app. Each column is going to represent a different character. So write a character motivation for your first character in column one. Now write an opposing motivation in the next column. For example, you might write that character one wants to open a little shop on the corner. Then you write that character two wants to tear down the entire block and build a mall. Now add at least two more layers of motivation for each of your characters. For example, character one's father thinks that he's a failure and will never accomplish anything. Character two grew up in poverty and has a four-year-old daughter who he wants to make sure can afford to go to college. Once you've fleshed out your two characters, consider how their motivations would play off of each other and what types of shenanigans they could end up getting into. Let your imagination run wild and let me know what you come up with on Twitter at QJ underscore author. 
Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Write a Novel podcast. If you'd like to read a transcript of this episode, you can find it at thewriterseverything.org slash transcripts. If you'd like to listen to future episodes, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you're currently listening on. And be sure to give it a rating while you're at it to let me know what you think of the podcast. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so at patreon.com slash qjmartin. For your convenience, all the reference links will also be in the show notes.